Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Self-Care for Survivors of Trauma. This is Erin Hartz, your host. And today I wanted to talk about my new number one rule about dating. So I'm going to get to that about halfway through here, but I wanted to share with you kind of why I've had this new clarity about dating and why it's been so clear to me that I need to start out my dating experience with some boundaries. And this rule really comes to the top though. So what kind of started this process was last December, I joined this program and it's called the Inner Circle Program. And it's this woman named Gloria Zhang. She has a really awesome soulmate program to help people heal their inner child so that they can find a loving and lasting relationship. That's a healthy relationship. So I've always really enjoyed her podcast, the Inner Child Podcast. And so I was listening to it and she was opening up this program of the Inner Circle. That's a six-month program. And I really like her. She's a really wonderful person. I really hope I hope to have her on the podcast sometime soon. I will ask her. Um, I'm just starting to feel today like this is the time. Um, and she told me she'd be on it. So you can look forward to that later this summer. I'm sure she and I will rendezvous here on the podcast. And she is a really insightful, wonderful 32-year-old woman who is in a healthy relationship after going through a lot of unhealthy relationships. And she's full of wisdom. She used to be a therapist, and now she's a coach and a relationship healer. So I joined her program, and the program I joined was about opening myself up to abundance. But because I was part of that inner circle program, I also got access to her soul soulmate program as well, which is about dating and learning how to kind of know yourself better and make better choices dating and get centered about the needs of our inner children and how they show up when we're dating. I decided to sign this sign this contract that she does with a lot of her clients where we choose to not date for 6 months and she also had asked me to if I wanted to this was all just my choice I didn't have to but I could also just try not to have any toxic people in my life for 6 months and so there was a person in my life that I chose to just you know not talk to as much and not engage with and you know, that has been really an amazing eye-opening experience choosing to do that. And so the other part of it is I chose not to date for six months. So I actually haven't dated since maybe last October was the last time. But since I made this pact with myself, it was late December when I signed that contract. And so I knew I wasn't going to be dating until at least the end of June. So I'm coming up now about a month until I could date again if I wanted to. 
And I feel like I've learned a lot from this period of time where I chose not to date, to kind of close that part of my life off to dating. It really helped open up other parts of my life like, okay, if I'm not going to date, if I'm not going to be looking for a romantic partner, what other parts in my life can I cultivate love in? Where can I bring more love? Where do I need more love in my life if it's not going to come from this fantasy of this romantic partner that's going to fulfill it for me? So it's a really great question, really. It's like, if we didn't have that romantic partner, could we get a lot of our needs met by ourselves or other people or a higher power or that kind of thing? It's a really great question. And I, I, I implore you to try it as well. So I ended up cultivating a lot of relationships in this last six months and kind of putting myself out there in friendships and trying to build some friendships more. And it's been really great. I've met a couple of really wonderful new friends that they're such wonderful women, so smart and creative and kind and loving and so good at their jobs. I mean, I'm just like, really, I get to be friends with them, you know? I mean, they're just the people that I want to be around. And to prove to myself that I could actually have friends that I look up to in that way, and not put on a pedestal, but like in an equal way of I I have this friend, and we're on equal ground here. And I they want to be friends with me, and I want to be friends with them. Like that is an amazing experience that I really didn't have much until this point. So I am super excited about that. Like that's where I have grown in the last six months. And um, about last month, I was talking to my therapist about how I just really going back on the dating apps just sounds to me so uh, I almost want to barf thinking about it, or at least thinking about going on there and looking for a male partner. I feel like there's a part of me that maybe will look on the apps a little bit for a female partner because I haven't gotten to express that part of me or investigate that part of me as much. So maybe I will do that summer and I reserve the right to change my mind. It's possible that when my six months is up, I'll want to get out there and do it again. Um, But I did notice that I don't want, you know, the messing around. I don't want the pretense of this is how I look and oh look how great I am and or I don't really do that so I'm just like how am I going to ever find someone if I'm not able to put myself online I mean it's really not attracting the right type of person if I'm like that anyway so I've been having a lot of questions about that like am I going to go on a dating app again, maybe that's really not the way. The way I see myself possibly finding someone is just continuing to follow this creative path that I've been on for the last many years, where, you know, at first I tried to write a book, and then I kind of got into some of that world and learned how to do some publishing stuff and book proposals. And then I put myself out there to learn how to sing and took voice lessons and met some people through that. And then now I'm doing the podcast and I've met, oh my gosh, so many people through podcasting. And that's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And my world is getting more exciting as I meet people that are interested in the things that I'm interested in. I think something could come from that. You know, I'm going to be going to a podcasting event. Um, It's like a week-long thing in Washington, D.C. later this this, uh, summer, and 
excited about that. And you just don't know who I'm going to meet, like friends or colleagues or, you know, people I'm going to collaborate with, like all that is so much fun. So I just continue to put myself out there and take those little risks of creativity and things that I'm interested in. And then I meet like-minded people. And some of them will be people that want to be friends with me or collaborate with me. And then some of them won't, you know. So as I've gone through these six months and learned a lot about myself, set a lot more boundaries about things that are going to make me happier in life, the one thing that has gotten crystal clear to me is that this number one rule of dating has come up. And the number one rule of dating is that this person has to really want a relationship and they have to really like me. So, I mean, really that's the rule is that this person that I want to be around, they have to like me too. And there can't be any question about it. In the past, I've had so many crushes on people that seriously didn't really care about me at all. And that is such a waste of time. That is not the type of person that I am looking for. So I think if I could simplify one thing that has to be there, obviously I have to be somewhat interested in this person to get to know them better. Um, But they have to be interested in me. And that helps me because there's so much game playing out there. I had someone that I thought was kind of interested in me these last six months and I was considering dating them, you know, as when I'm done with my little six month thing, um, we were kind of friends. Um, and I feel like I was a little bit strung along at, at first. I didn't tell anybody about it. I was just a little bit like, mm, maybe there's something here. Maybe not. I feel kind of bad about this. Why doesn't this person like me? And then as time went on, I talked to a couple people about it. It's great not to hold secrets inside. And they were like, you know, I think this person's kind of stringing you along. I'm like, you know, I think they are too. And that's just not okay. That is not the person that I want to date. That is a person that is in a different place than me. I want to know that this person wants to go out with me, that this person finds me attractive, that they're like, yes, where and when, tell me, you know, tell me where and when and I will be there. That is the person that I want to date. Last year when I had a longer relationship, I that was how he was. You know, he liked me. He was like, he showed up when he said he was going to. He was down for what I wanted to do, you know, not like in a codependent way, but like in a way that showed that he truly wanted to be with me and he thought I was valuable. So if I don't have that, then I don't want to waste my time. I mean, I have crushes on people. I that's just I don't know if if it's just me, if it's just it's if it's a codependent thing. Maybe it's just me. Like I kind of get little crushes on people. Maybe it's just a human thing, really. Um and like there's someone that I kind of work with that, you know, he's an interesting person. I love talking to him and I don't he might not even be single. I don't know. He's not married, but um but he really has no interest in me past just chatting at work, you know, even though he kind of seems like he does sometimes. And that's a different issue. Like, he kind of seems flirty when I don't, now I know that he's not. But see, I don't want somebody like that. I want to know for sure if they like me. If they can't even show that they like me, then they're not in a, an emotional state that I want to date. So that is my rule for myself moving forward. If I have a crush on somebody and they really don't give me the time of day or they aren't at all interested after I've shown them that I am 
uh, a little bit even by flirting or by saying how much I enjoy spending time with them or whatever it is. If they don't bring that back, then, you know, that's a dead end. and I'm not going to spend my time on that anymore. And that's a really good boundary for me because I have spent way too much time in the past, like wondering if this or that was going to happen. And what if I said this? And that's just like playing the game, you know, and I'm, I'm so over that. So this summer, we'll see what happens. If I decide to date or not, I don't know. But I am very glad that I'm protecting myself with the fact that I will not date somebody that's wishy-washy about me, that I deserve to have a partner that wants to be with me and is able to show that to me on, maybe not on day one, but you know, like you get the feeling that they want to be around you. Like that's when something could work out because all this, does he like me? Does he not? I mean, that just seems like really childish to me. Let me know what you guys think. Find me on Instagram. Send me a note. Let me know what your number one rule of dating is, and I'd be happy to share them on the podcast. Okay, take care, survivors. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.